Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Worldwide. I can't believe it's already episode nine, but today is a very exciting one. It is about Burkina Faso, and this country. If I'm being honest, I'm sure many of you have probably not heard about it, just because definitely not as well known as some other countries. But it is a third world country located and landlocked in West Africa. Its population is around. 20 million and it continues to grow obviously but definitely on the smaller side and i honestly probably heard about it i want to say last year and as a kid i was always very very like obsessed with geography and i knew most of the countries and capitals growing up so it was really exciting i remember last year because i was in an uber ride and my dad usually just like makes a conversation with the uber driver like naturally of course and he was telling us how he's from burkina faso and how he immigrated to seattle so very interesting story but then i was like what i've never heard of that country so i looked it up obviously and that was when i first found out about burkina faso but very interesting country and the people from there are incredibly incredibly nice so i'm excited to dive deep into this episode and look into some of the healthcare, education, coronavirus, some of those important factors into a country and see what has been done and what is being done. And yeah, I'm excited. As of right now, there are 1,153 confirmed cases of the coronavirus in Burkina Faso and about 947 of the cases have recovered and there's about 50 deaths. The numbers are definitely on the low side in relation to almost every other episode and country that we've talked about, which is definitely good. But given the state of the country and how small and probably not as populated as other countries, even these like minimal amount of cases can definitely damage and negatively impact the country as it would any other country. So that's something that you should always be on the lookout for. An article I was reading in an organization, um, MSF, was talking about how the coronavirus is is not too bad, but at the same time that this country is dealing with the coronavirus, communities in Burkina Faso are struggling to survive with the lack of access to water and food shortages that are already there. There's over a million people just suffering from food insecurity there already. And with the coronavirus pandemic, it's going to make the task of improving the population's health so much harder. And also another fact about the country, the harvests in the harvest in Burkina Faso last year were extremely, extremely poor, meaning that, you know, the amount of food that they wanted to be produced and with regards to agriculture, it was just not a good year for them. So people were already weak and vulnerable and continue to be so. And this coronavirus situation is obviously just worsening that at the moment. Another article that I came across was titled Africa Braces for Coronavirus, but slowly the virus has not yet hit most of the African continent hard and neither has social distancing. So the title caught my eye because... It very much resonated with how the United States was first introduced to the coronavirus. Like, although it wasn't hit hard, you know, in early March, 
neither had social distancing. And I think the issue with the United States and some other countries as well was that we only started social distancing once the situation kind of got out of hand and bad. And also people continue to not social distance, so that obviously worsens the situation and continues to make it worse. Regarding the article also, some nations like Uganda, Ghana, Kenya, South Sudan, and South Africa, this is out of context with Burkina Faso, but I just wanted to add this in here. They recently imposed travel bans on countries in the Europe and on the United States, which is very, very ironic because these countries for years and years and years have set very strict limits on Africans from these countries entering their respective borders. So I just found it ironic and something that I thought was uh, good to share. Also, many experts and officials are saying that it's just the the fact that African presidents within the continent, not just Burkina Faso, are not being serious enough, frankly, and they're just not announcing strict measures or trying or, you know, passionate about preventing the spread of it. And that's kind of the dangerous part is when the leader of a country who many people hopefully look up to and care about and would like to follow all their guidelines and things like that when the person in charge and leading the country is not passionate about something or not wanting to help the situation prevent the coronavirus impose strict measures neither will the citizens and neither will the people living in the country it's just a matter of fact so that's something I'm worried about and many officials are worried about is just how the virus can spread not only in Burkina Faso but other African countries and other countries around the world if I'm being honest because it takes a lot of people to band together in order to combat this pandemic. Also I wanted to switch over to some education topics. Some statistics to begin with of course in Burkina Faso, a third of school-aged children, which is around 1 million girls and boys, do not have access to education. And, get this, 70% of the adult population is illiterate. This is one of the highest illiteracy rates, or if you reverse it, the lowest literacy rate in the world, of course. Um, definitely not something to be proud of, but... I believe it's improving over time and that the SDC continues to support and help improve basic education. Also some other statistics because I feel like those really put into perspective the situation at hand. Around 15 children in 100 do not go to school and sadly there is no equal access to education and the literacy rate is almost 80% for women, which is 10% higher of men. And also, unfortunately, there are very considerable geographic disparities. I've touched on this a lot in the past. Basically, this means that in urban areas and in rural areas or more suburban areas, there's just a difference, a gap in whether it's attendance rate, literacy rates, um, test scores. So in Burkina Faso, school attendance rates are five times higher in the region surrounding the capital city in comparison to more remote rural areas surrounding the city and located farther from 
farther in Burkina Faso. The government in Burkina Faso has definitely taken some measures to help deal with the situation by adopting a more national program in order to accelerate literacy, improve education for girls, which is really important to me and it should be to everyone else. So the government has adopted some frameworks and programs that they're hoping to implement this year and continue to do so. And there are different NGOs and organizations that are making contributions to this system and program, which is exciting, and I hope to see I hope to see improvements in the near future. Also regarding education in Burkina Faso, there's a more I wanted to talk about, you know, the kind of system in place. I usually do this with my other episodes as well. There is a formal system in Burkina Faso, so there is basically like a preschool, primary, secondary type of system, and there's a non-formal system, which means that children who, you know, drop out, don't really have access to like higher education, this is where the children go, even illiterate adults. And one of the issues that people are saying is that the non-formal education sector should gain more support fund and funding in order to improve education as a whole rather than divide this education system into formal and non-formal, if that makes sense. So this episode, I just wanted you guys to become familiar with this country because I feel like it's not talked about, it's under wraps, or it's just not very well known, and I think it's very interesting, a very interesting country, and very interesting location, and people with really unique stories come from here. So I personally would love to visit Burkina Faso one day, and... I hope and I can only wish that the healthcare system, the coronavirus situation, although it's not bad at all, but I hope it goes down to obviously zero cases, but I hope that healthcare and education, specifically focusing on on um, reducing the geographical gap and like what's impor- most important to me is the gender gap. I really believe that men and women, girls and boys, whatever gender you choose to identify with, um, are treated equally, get the education they deserve, that they need, and that, that they deserve to improve their future careers, whatever they aspire to do. So that is my take on Burkina Faso. Thank you for listening, and I hope you join me for episode 10.